When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Get back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back to Sabres Live here on WGR 550. Radio only today. Uh, and before we bring in our next guest, TSN insider Darren Dreger, I want to remind everyone to join us on December 5th for Native American Heritage Night when the Sabres take on the Detroit Red Wings at, uh, you know, uh, downtown. There will be fun ways to honor and celebrate indigenous culture and history throughout the game. Get your tickets at sabres.com dash tickets right now. Uh, this may be Patrick Kane's first game with the Detroit Red Wings, which is a perfect transition to Darren Dreger. Dregs, um, you know, welcome back on the show. But uh, Patrick Kane picked the Detroit Red Wings. Were you a little surprised that that uh, happened and that it was his decision to go and join the break kit in Detroit? No, I wasn't overly surprised, Marty. You know, again, Patrick Kane and his agent, Pat Brisson, went through a pretty exhaustive process. I mean, they had their face-to-face discussions with all of the general managers and the NHL coaches, including the Buffalo Sabres, obviously. Yep. And, you know, I, I guess that Kane just felt like he was a better fit for the remainder of this year in Detroit. Yeah, the relationship with DeBrinkett going back to uh, the Chicago Blackhawks had influence. But I think Derek Lalonde, the coach of the Detroit Red Wings, also did an excellent job of selling Kane on how he was going to fit, the impact that he could have, the fact that, you know, they're not a, a fluke based on where they're at in the standings and where they're at in the regular season. They feel like they're trending in the right direction and are going to be a playoff-worthy team. You know, we'll see. But I think more or less that's what it came down to. And what was most curious to me, and I think it's a good move by Kane and by his agent, Brisson, to take the one-year deal. Now, that's not to say that he can't extend with the Detroit Red Wings, or if Detroit isn't a playoff-worthy team, then why wouldn't he consider, and by he, I'm talking, I guess, about Steve Eisenman, the general manager of the Red Wings, maybe flipping Kane to a contending team at the March 8th trade deadline, and then you see where it goes from there. So I, I think that it was a curious process, but I think now in looking back, we know that why Patrick Kane, his family, and Pat Brisson took as much time as they needed. Um, just to be sure, now Patrick Kane signs a one-year deal, but it comes with a no-movement clause, right? So yeah, he would still yeah. need to have that yeah. approval at the deadline if they want to move yeah. him, if it's really not going the right way, right? I, I believe that would be the case. And, and even if he didn't have the trade protection that we know that he has, when you're talking about a decorated player like Patty Kane, I mean, you're you're not just outsourcing him at the trade deadline because you think you're getting a decent draft pick for him. Um, They would have had those discussions, and I'm sure that that option would have been presented in some form. 
he may not get to that place, right? I mean, let's see how, you know, there's a ton of hockey between now and, and March 8th. And, you know, with the influence of Patrick Kane, you know, Dylan Larkin's had a good year. Debrinkit has been better than I think all of us expected that he was going to be in the fit with Detroit. So if they're a playoff-worthy team, then it's probably an issue that uh, doesn't surface for either the Red Wings or Kane. Well, 2.75 um, mm. seems to be very modest for what Patrick yeah. Kane could give you. Like last year in New York, yeah. he still got 12 points in 19 games, six points in seven playoff games. And he was like not even close to 100%. He was not healthy. Um, was there a team that maybe were looking to give yeah. him more money and he picked Detroit? Like I, was the process a little bit more uh, difficult than maybe just picking a team? Yeah, it would have been. And look, out of respect to those teams and those general managers, Brisson isn't willing to divulge who yeah. was second place, who was third place, what the money looked like. <laughs> I can tell you from following the story closely, I mean, there was a lot of speculation around the Florida Panthers, and, and many believed that Florida was the front runner. I never got that sense, and that was from direct communication with the Florida Panthers because yeah. – they didn't feel like they had enough money to entice Patrick Kane. And it couldn't just be about the money. I mean, 2.75, yeah. you're right, you know, on a prorated contract is a bargain for the player that you're likely going to get. Uh, but I, I think that this is a wise approach by Kane because imagine what the market is going to look like in the offseason for Kane. And maybe he does stay. Maybe he extends in Detroit. Yeah. But... You know, if he plays as well as most of us expect, and there's still some risk in this, right, Marty? I mean, yep. we've seen other players. Nick Backstrom comes to mind at a similar surgery, and it didn't work out for well for him. Mm -hmm. There's no guarantee that Kane is is going to feel as great as he feels today. He's gone yeah. about his process and rehabbing and all that the right way. So he's strong. He's ready to step back into the NHL, but there's some risk here. Um, if he plays through the year and he's as impactful as many of us expect he will be, man, then the offseason opens for him. And maybe Buffalo dives back into that pool. And then maybe it's a two- or a three-year extension at that point. And the other thing to, to keep in mind here, too, is, you know, he's a 35-year-old player, but the bonuses and the relief that goes along with a 35-year-old player you couldn't use this year because he didn't turn 35 prior to yeah. the, the end of June. Well, that now can be applied for next year. So it gets a little bit more interesting on that. Yeah, part. you can, when you're 35 and older, you can sign a one-year deal yeah. with, with incentive bonuses, right? You, you're exactly. not allowed. Only entry-level contracts and 35 and over yeah. on one-year deal can have that. So, well, one guy signs a contract. One is likely to get his terminated. Corey Perry with the Chicago Blackhawks was put on uh, waivers for the purpose of termination. Um, we all know yeah. that there were some disgusting rumors that were swirling yeah. around. The Chicago Blackhawks don't want to talk about it much. It's internally being uh, handled right now. But um, what's next with Corey Perry? Be, are we expecting yeah. this to be a bit of a fight with the PA because of the termination? Like you're not technically allowed often. to just cut somebody no. and not pay them. So there's got to be a, a maybe a pushback, you would think, from the PA? Uh, I would think, but again, we don't know the specifics or the details. We've heard yeah. the speculation. Uh, most of us feel like we've got a handle on what may have led to the Blackhawks making the decision that they, they made, which ultimately, you're right, has led to the contract uh, termination. But we don't know the specifics, right? Um, and that's what the Players Association is going to go through. And it's important to note here that the PA has 60 days Yep. to make that decision whether to grieve or not. Well, they're not just sitting in their offices twiddling their thumbs here. They're going through a real 
aggressive investigation. I'm sure they've already had conversations directly with Corey Perry. Um, and they'll go through their investigation before they determine whether or not it's it's worthy to grieve or not. One thing you know is that the Players Association is very protective of the guaranteed contract. Corey Perry signed that $4 million deal with the Chicago Blackhawks. So they want the messaging out to the other teams, assuming that they are going to file and maybe they win the grievance, which goes to uh, an independent arbitrator, not to the commissioner's office, goes to an independent arbitrator. The messaging in all of that isn't just to make Corey Perry's finances whole again. It's to send message to the other 31 teams in the National Hockey League. Look, you know, we don't know all the sort of details. We don't know all the ins and outs, but you don't just terminate a contract based on the player you know, going through waivers. So I guess given the limited knowledge and the detail of what actually led to this, I still feel I'd be surprised if the PA doesn't file the grievance and try and fight this. We did see that with Evander Kane and the San Jose Sharks, right? He terminated his contract. There was a grievance and then there was a settlement. It then led to him signing with the Edmonton Oilers. So we may see something similar when it comes to Corey Perry and his situation now with the Blackhawks and the rest of the league moving forward because who knows, maybe he comes back in the league, um, you know, after this is all settled down. Um, quickly, we have a couple of minutes. Uh, goaltending, um, you know, the Oilers. The New Jersey Devils, maybe the Ottawa Senators, maybe looking at, you know, making their crease better. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned Jake Allen a lot. I mentioned Peter Mrazek a lot. Um, Are we expecting something to maybe happen in December? Is it in the new year? Where's the goalie market going now, especially with a couple of teams that really need some help in, in the crease? Yeah, and then look, I'm wondering about Mackenzie Blackwood as well. I, I, I haven't heard directly from the San Jose Sharks yet. You know, I feel like if Mike Greer's got him in play, it's it's going to have to be for the right return. I mean, he's at this stage of the regular season. You're not just flipping a high-quality goaltender out there to do a, a manager a favor or a yeah. team a favor. You know, what's the price uh, to encourage San Jose to have that conversation? Um, New Jersey feels like a team that definitely wants to do something. And I, this just takes me back to, you know, all the, the speculation around Connor Hellebuck and the Winnipeg Jets, right, mm-hmm. um, in the offseason. And, and look, I know that Tom Fitzgerald and the New Jersey Devils more than kicked tires with the Winnipeg Jets on Hellebuck. They just didn't like the sticker price, not just what the trade would have looked like, but then having to extend them at the dollar. It just it, it made didn't make sense for Fitzy and, and for the Devils. But that team needs something like they they need something to get going in Edmonton. um, You know, it's so early here. You know, McDavid's putting on a show again, like we're used to seeing Connor McDavid in the National Hockey League. Stu Skinner is playing better of late. Darnell Nurse is playing a lot better of late. Um, Evan Bouchard isn't the defensive disaster out there that he was in the first 10, 15 games of the regular season. So if they can continue to keep things stable in Edmonton, maybe the the answer is internally. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Campbell is called up in the near future. I, I really oh, wow. wouldn't. And that's not because you you feel like he's a better option than what you already have. I think it's twofold. Uh, I think that it it gets Jack back into the National Hockey League. But just as importantly, if he's playing in the NHL, now that that creates maybe a more favorable trade, opportunity when you're looking for that goaltender in Edmonton outside to include Jack as part of a deal. So yeah, there's still some interest. There's still some tire kicking, but on the goalie front, there's nothing imminent yet. 
Uh, and last, uh, when it comes to the goalies, e-bug no. situation in Calgary, dusty <laughs> nickel. Uh, dusty. we have rusty nickels here in Buffalo, but uh, no <laughs> dusty nickels. Uh, you know, dregs. Um, I, I find that it's fine. I mean, if you are late last minute, you got to have an e-bug and you yeah, roll yeah. with it. Uh, it doesn't happen that often, but is the, are the GMs in the league worried about it? Well, not overly worried about it because it happens so infrequently, like once yeah. or twice a year. Um, but you know, because it surfaced again, the potential of it surfaced in, in Calgary with Markstrom out late. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he got sick on his way to the rink. And by that point, the Calgary flames missed the 5 PM deadline to get a goalie up. They didn't have a choice. They had to go to the e-bug and then Vladar gets bowled over and you're like, Oh, yeah. in comes dusty nickel. Um, there's lots of ways to look at it. It's a bad look for the NHL. It is. And I get that from the majority of general managers that I've had conversations with about this. There's a concern about the health of that player. What if that player gets hurt? You know, what if Dusty Nickel goes into the net and he takes one to the throat or whatever scenario unfolds, this man gets hurt. You know, in other leagues, like I think of the, the bullpen catcher in Major League Baseball, right? Like what's wrong with having either a roster exemption for a goaltender or having a full-time goalie in the system that can bounce back and forth only on emergency basis between the American League and the National Hockey League, and the club's got to pay him 250, 300 grand. That's your job, right? You're, you're probably not a bad job. Who wouldn't want that job? Yeah, it's not a bad job. Imagine, you know, you're on your way out of the NHL. You don't really feel like you want to play in the American League anymore, but for 250, 300K, yeah, you're okay with being the emergency goaltender for an NHL club. It wouldn't be a bad gig. So yeah. those are conversations that are going to continue to happen. I know the NHL gets perturbed and annoyed when guys like me talk about this, but <laughs> for, for a polished league to have somebody like that potentially going into the net in an NHL game, which we've seen a couple of times, nah, I don't like the look of it. Scott Foster, David Ayers, those are just a, two of the names that have happened. They're legendary yeah. uh, goalie union members in the <laughs> NHL. So, uh, yeah. Dregs, maybe that's your next job. Maybe you're oh, going to be the e-bug with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs or, you know, go back to uh, Winnipeg or the West Coast <laughs> or whatnot. But uh, always appreciate your time here, Dregs, TSN Insider. Yeah. Have a, uh, have a pretty good weekend. All right, you too. You have a great weekend, Marty. And uh, all the best to Duffer. Get well, Duffer. I appreciate it. We'll be right back here on Sabres Live on WGR 550, radio only today. See you in a bit. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. 
And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.